The first day of my sophomore year of high school, I somehow lost the ability to tie a tie. It was one of the same ties that I had worn every day since eighth grade, when the male population of St. Francis Prep got switched over from clip-ons. But on this morning, it felt like an unfamiliar object in my hands. Jeremy, my dad called up from downstairs. The clock on my nightstand said 7.49. I was going to be late. Dad came up the stairs and stuck his head in the open door of my room. You want a coffee thermos to go? He asked. Dave's got a fresh pot downstairs. No, thanks. You sure? Yeah. You okay? I can't get this, I said. He looked at the disheveled knot hanging below my collar. Want some help? I nodded. He came over to me, undid the knot that I had made, and retied it. I watched his face while he concentrated. His lips moved a little as if he were trying to remember something. Thanks, I said. No problem, he said. He finished and stepped back, examining his work. Very dapper. It's the same uniform I've always worn. It's a dapper uniform. He lingered for a moment, and I turned away from him with the excuse of putting something in my backpack. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want him to say anything about this morning. I was saved by the cat slinking in the door and weaving her huge, fluffy white body between our legs. Dolly Parton the cat is here to send you off, Dad said. He always insisted on calling her Dolly Parton the cat, as if someone might mistake her for the real Dolly Parton. Thank you, Dolly Parton the cat, he said. Won't you sing Jeremy a song for his first day of 10th grade? Dad went down the hall singing, And I, I, will always love you. I sat down on my bed with my backpack at my feet. Dolly Parton the cat jumped up next to me and pushed her head under my hand, demanding that I scratch her ears. Time to go back, I said. Fifteen minutes later, Dad stopped his car at the bottom of the small hill that led up to the main building of St. Francis. St. Francis, caretaker of creatures great and small, probably didn't have a mid-level prep school in mind when he stood with his arms outstretched to the hungry birds of the forest. But here in Mountain View, New Jersey, this was his legacy. You want me to go in with you? Dad asked, watching the crowd congregating on the front lawn before the first bell. The girls in their uniforms of blue polo shirts with blue and green kilts. The boys, all in khakis, blue button-downs, and blue-green ties, like me. No, I said. I'll be okay. You'll go right to Peter's office. Yes. I pulled my backpack up from where I had wedged it between my feet. Okay, Dad said. See you tonight. I'll be home from work by six. I got out of the car, shut the door, and turned back to look at him. He gave me a thumbs up and drove off. I stood at the bottom of the hill for a moment, then took a deep breath and made my way up to the building, through the front doors, and down the familiar hallway to Peter's office. He was sitting at his desk doing something on his computer when I came in. He looked up and smiled when he saw me. Welcome back, Jeremy, he said. 